0: So, welcome everyone to the Responsible Capitalist. I have with me today Sydney Kano. I would love to hear you, or you may correct me if that's not how you would pronounce your name, Sydney, and tell us a bit about your amazing corporate family enterprise that is doing investment that can make a difference while you make a living. Introduce yourself.
1: Hello, Carl. Hello, everyone. My name is Sydney Cano. We are based in Mexico City and uh, happy to join you in this podcast. Um, The enterprise that I run now as a CEO is called Do It, D-U-I-T. And um, well, we like that name because it just sounds like Do It, right? So go for it and try and do better businesses out of the usual and um, focused on the effects that we can have in the ecosystems that we are embedded in. And so that this, this corporate group is, um, has several associates or partners, a few of them are part of my family, like my dad is part of the board and also the president of that board. And I've been happily working with them for almost eight years now. Uh, it's it's been a great experience. So, Carol, um what what do you think
0: would be um, a concrete story or? Uh, let you- me start. Let me go a different direction first. We'll come back to that first. I've never heard why you pick Do It. I love knowing that that it's like it's a little bit about the Nike, except it's like get it done. I love that. Uh, I would love to hear how this came into existence first and how it is you work with a family organization and the way the family works together and your role in that.
1: Yeah, well, um, it's fairly recent uh, the way we organized this enterprise. Now uh, for over almost seven years, we've turn around completely the way it is organized, managed, and it operates. Um, back in, in, in the old days, my dad used to be a consultant and so he had his consultancy firm and uh, he worked with, with several businesses down in Mexico and after a few years of talking to him and he wanted wanting me to join his, his firm uh, we decided to shift it completely because it wasn't about how you reengineer or or restructure a company inside, but what's really the focus and the and the uh, greater goals that these companies can pursue. And so we started redesigning all the way uh, the the company, and we decided to to partnership uh, to. With, with several of the people that he already knew. And also my brother uh, Ever uh, joined at that time the the corporate group now. And so uh, we, we started seeing that we needed to uh, shift the way we think about investing ourselves in business.
0: Let's look a little bit here at what kind of businesses and you called it partner with and that's an interesting term right you do invest money but you invest more so answer the question about what are the nature of businesses and secondly how what's it mean to partner with them
1: well basically we do investment in three different ways we um of course there is infrastructure and money involved but it is not about the money. It is about how we all invest ourselves into the, the growth, uh, the development of the, of the business as an entity that can relate uh, vividly with, with the system that is embedded in. So that's, that's why one of the ways of investing is through partnership, because then we are not just putting money in a business we don't know, but we really relate to it—the people that work there, and and also the clients and everything, all the dynamics that the businesses have in. Another line of investment is to uh, then bring up an idea, you know, like uh, create a new business line along. One, two, three, or more businesses that uh, together are complementary and are able to bring into life that new line of business. Uh, and the third, the third line of investment uh, can be just uh, investing in startups, just younger entrepreneurs that have uh, new companies, new businesses, and and we invest in and what we call regenerative entrepreneurs communities so that they can learn and they can develop their own capabilities. But out of there, some some of, of the those entrepreneurs come to us and say, hey, we would like to work with you. We would like you to support our startup.
0: This is interesting because that's a really different, I think, um, model for how it is you could think about investing. When you say invest yourself, you can invest money, but you also invest in strategy with them, helping strategize, not only just for their company, but across complementary groups. And then with new entrepreneurs, you invest in their education and helping them learn to think better. Um, How does that... um, I guess what I'm trying to say, I can hear the meaning in that. How well, what have you seen about what it takes to make it work? Because that all sounds really good in theory. And maybe even just picking an example of one of the strategies you've done that helped bring multiple companies into a complementary venture would help us see how it worked.
1: Yeah, definitely. It is challenging. It is not something that you can... um, create or develop in, in a few days or a few months. So uh, it takes a lot of will and it takes a lot of commitment. And uh, that's one of the first stocks that we have when when sitting around with, with new potential partners, right? And say, look, this is gonna take us a little time. This is gonna take us more than a year, even three to six years to really turn around all this. But if we are willing to work together and we are focused in our goals, we we know we can, we can do it. And we are not doing it by ourselves. We have uh, other businesses that are complementary and that's what we call the infrastructure to make it happen, right? Um, so I can tell you um, about two stories. One that is actually it didn't work because of the lack of willingness that we had to pursue uh, higher order goals and that we decided all together, even the owners of the small business uh, around tourism, it decided not to continue because it, it actually takes a stretch, right? We are talking about investing even our time and talent into something that we are exploring together. Many of the questions that we on the table have no immediate answers. We are exploring here how to create uh, business ecosystems uh, that work differently and have different effects out there in the real world for the customers and for the communities those customers live in. A successful story that we have now is a small group that we call CAFAS, and we are... Uh, looking really, creating um, um, platform that would actually allow several of the business in the corporate group to run their investments uh, in a in a better way. So when you think about strategy, leadership, and operations, sometimes you invest more or less than fair in one action or in one track of activity or in a process and so what we are looking at is that if we create the right uh, track for this technological platform then it it's going to become easier for everyone uh, identifying the amount of of investment and again investment is larger than just the money.
0: Right so Sydney let me get you to talk about what that partner does and then how you're working with it. So we make it a little more concrete. I, the ideas sound fabulous, but what is the nature of the business or businesses that you're partnering with uh, and how does it change how they work?
1: Yeah, well, we have uh, in, that, in that table, we have representatives of our business that does the investment analysis. So it is, it is a business that just does that, right? And it could do it just the, um, the usual way, consulting to others, but okay. it's then it's, it's become a support service for the entire corporate group. Then another person that uh, represents one of the companies that is focused in marketing. So understanding really who the clients are and how we serve their lives. And then we have uh, my dad that is also in that table that of course it's focused on leadership and operations, so right how this works, how we can bring it up to life. And then we have another person that represents um, the industrial part of the of the businesses. So few businesses that we are working with there are, uh, focus on producing goods such as um, coffee, makeup, and uh, and we we used to have the line of 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 growing plants for Home Depot, but that's that's now has been stopped because of the COVID crisis. Right, uh, we are trying to to find out how to reinvest there. That is, uh, it's it's gonna again, uh, put us back in market.
0: Okay, that's great. I can actually see that at work. Let's take another story about an entrepreneur, one that's come in through whatever means. Let us see how people get to you or how you find them and how you discuss and decide whether it's a good partnership and then how you work together. Can you share one of those stories?
1: Yeah, most definitely, and this is a very recent story that we are still uh, working on the basic uh, elements or criteria that are is is going to allow us to work together. Um, but we have a small group of entrepreneurs in Mexico City, and one of those uh, people. Um, Gerardo is working up in the high hills of the Cuenca de Valle de Bravo. And um, his intention is to work with the farmers over there and uh, having a positive effect in regenerating the soil, uh, right, the land where they work. And so we just partnered with him because he came, now and said, look, Sydney, I'm I'm willing to do this at the uh, the highest level of effect, but I'm here with three four people working with me, and we need to understand how to invest better in this in this community in Almaralco. and we would love to partner with with you uh, if if you are willing to. And so we are looking now at a very wide. Uh, in understanding how this community works and and what's the what's the right or the the highest value of the community and the offering they can make out there so that the entire community is benefited and not just uh we are going after the production and selling of the of the food that they are growing out there right
0: right so- Oh, that's a brand new one. Do you have one that's actually, because I love this idea of asking what's the highest value we could contribute, uh, which is a different kind of investing. You're investing in the communities that are around it. Are there other ones that are a little further along that we can see actually how they're actually affecting communities beyond just uh, customers? Um,
1: well, I, uh, Part of the work that we've been doing with the marketing company, uh, it's been affecting, let's say the community within the industry. So now we have clients that used to just come for their marketing strategy or their marketing process and and outcomes uh, to, to really be engaged in understanding who their clients are and where they are living, what's, what's their reality and what's the potential of their lives. And so how they can bring up better, better products or, or better products in a way that they, it is suitable for their, their lives, not what I wanna sell, but what they really need to enhance the way they are living right And so we have uh, a story with that with that company based on a uh, uh, real estate uh, product. So these guys are very uh, intelligent in, in creating real estate products uh, out for you know houses of, of high value. And what we are looking at is how do we create this complex, uh, of houses that actually have if it they do have an effect already, an impact on the land, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No matter what, if you develop uh residencies sites, it's gonna have an impact. So what we are looking at is how do we create what we are calling living cities? And so the development of these sites are to uh return all energies back to earth and try and not mediate the extraction of energy, water, uh, et cetera. And so it's been very interesting because uh, this is a different way of looking at community. In the first story that I just uh, told you, we're looking at a community that is already there, that's been there for for decades, right? And here we'll have a new community. And so we are investing in creating uh, the right level of consciousness of how to inhabit that place uh, because new people are gonna come to that place. But what does it take to live there in harmony with the environment instead of just, you know, inhabiting my home and not even caring about the the natural environment that is surrounding that
0: place. Great. All right. So, one of the things I know that you also do for these new startup entrepreneurial uh, organizations is you actually conduct a series of Entrepreneur kind of business thinking, developing their capacity to run their businesses, and that seems to be a way we haven't talked about quite yet of investing in the community, in future entrepreneurs. Could you talk a little bit about how that came into existence, how it works, and you know who gets to participate in that? Um,
1: well, yeah, that's a series called Trek, the Native Entrepreneur Communities. And um, so what we first do is to highlight or try and find what a hub within a fairly big uh, environment like Mexico City. Uh, So we find a hub, a a hot spot kind of where um, entrepreneurs and creative people are gathered. Right, because we know the energy of creation is already there. So uh, we we create a small community who can be part of of that community. Whoever uh, shares this en- entrepreneur spirit, the the way we put forward our own energy, our own personal agency, to create something that would benefit others would benefit our stakeholders, uh, sort of to call them within the business uh, jargon, right? And so we start working with them and at least for a year, we both, our enterprise and they themselves, invest in the development of our thinking, how to think different, how to shift our mindset around how business work, Right. And after a year we start talking with some of them that are curious about how we do business and how we can help them uh, move forward. So after a year we can start conversations with them. uh, Because then we know they have the commitment at least for a year to start working differently through that year, you not you not just think differently, but you try out different ways of doing business in your own startup, in your own entrepreneurial initiative. We have two people that have um, initiatives that are non-for-profit, but we believe that uh, being an entrepreneur doesn't mean that you have to have a for-profit organization or a for-profit initiative, right? Um, those, Those other organizations are also creating beneficial Effects for their stakeholders. So, we encourage anyone that feels like they share this entrepreneurial spirit to to become part of these communities and the community itself uh, start working in how they see the 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 community's effect in the larger community that they they live in. In in the case that that we are pursuing here in Mexico city is how the entire area called La Condesa has an, a real effect in shifting um, the way we inhabit a city. And in the long run, we hope this becomes the, the light bulb, the, the bit that actually grabs the attention of other parts of the city and say, hey, there is different ways right there is e- social innovation uh embedded in our cities so that we start doing business and living differently in our cities and so that's that's one example of this this track communities where
0: how do people contact you? I mean, if people wanted to, they have a community, because I like that you're saying, you know, there needs to be a community there. It isn't like a one company at a time. You need to be in an ecosystem. Um, How do people find you to talk about that? Or can people approach you or do you do your own research and go find communities you think are maybe ready?
1: Well, we, we, It started out looking for communities that we sense are kind of ready, like in La Condesa, that we have uh, many, many people that we know in the area already because of the lines of businesses that we run, right? Right. And started out that way, but also we have had this other experience uh, for the Peninsula de Yucatan. Actually, someone contacted us uh, by email. And so we had a little chat with him and then we said, well, um, we, yeah, we could start a community, but the one that is there, the champion, is this person, right? And so what we say is, if you are able to gather a few people around you that you know uh, will be uh, willing to be part of this community, this entrepreneurial community, then we could start working with you. So what they are doing now is, is gathering this 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 group of people. That happened also uh, in Colombia already, right? And so we met a few of them through a conversation that we had at the University of the um, Natural Environment, UMA, in Valle de Bravo, Estado de Mexico. And so uh, we had a conversation there and then they approached us And we had conversations and now they are gathering few people they know around their own, you know, uh, community that are entrepreneurs and they they become this more formal community in a way of start together building this new mindset. Uh, And we believe this is a, a very good way of working because it is not you Alone trying to fight the world, right? But with a group of people that are interested and potentially are complementary to have greater effects out there. Uh, so there is a lot of, of of networking, and and they end up working together. And I think this is this is great because then we we are starting to create this hub of the new new way of doing business.
0: In in our world. Okay, great. Um, So I have one, uh, well, two last questions. One, people are gonna be curious because you are a family corporate entity and enterprise, right? What does it take to have a family work well together, especially here you are a female uh, who is heading, is the CEO. I don't know whether there are things you've learned about that or whether you have, I know I know your family, of course, but w- what would you give as advice to other, uh, from your experience, but what it takes to have a family enterprise work really well because the kind of challenges you take on are big and, and important. Yeah, well, we have
1: had, um... Great learnings throughout the years and uh, this back then when we met you, Carl, and your institute and started working with you, we had a lot of um, challenges going on inside because of family relationships, right? So you create certain patterns in your relationships. And so, what we've learned along uh, with the work that we've been doing with you and the Institute is um, really uh, starting shifting from you, from yourself. And I'm speaking uh, for, from my point of view, Sydney, and uh, the, the way of melting this uh, vicious patterns of relationship with my dad or my brother as we grew together. in in different environments when we were little, um, then the way of melting that is really focusing on what's the fundamental value of that other person, uh, past or beyond their personality or their way of of presenting themselves in the world, right? And also focusing together is something that we know we can't not do. By ourselves. It it wouldn't be possible for me to pursue this kind of goals by myself. uh, And I believe that's true also for my father. So we have kind of uh, look out for those greater um, goals instead of focusing on the little things that can be kind of uh, bothering us from the other, right? And I think that the the process that we lived, the, success, the successful process that we lived in the company, uh, me taking over as a CEO, uh, was possible because of that. Because we started working from the essential value that each one of us bring to the table uh, far beyond our personality or our family relationships.
0: Yeah and I have watched that happen and it it looks like magic but I know it was a lot of hard work. (laughs) I have one last question for you. You are very much dedicated to improving not only business and business ecosystems but the communities and even Mexico itself and you believe, I know, that what you're doing is helping build great communities while you build a great country uh, through what you do. Could you speak a little bit about why that matters to you? Well, I grew up,
1: as you, as you know, I grew up in a, in a family uh, being led by a, a father that was very into business. And I was witness for the failures and the damage that businesses can do even to people working within the businesses right and and so after years and years of seeing this ups and downs in businesses and the effects that they have in the environment and communities and people themselves uh i started seeing that this was a dynamic that led us to to death actually people can get sick or even very close to a line of facing that because of the stress in labor or being born out or whatever, right? And so I started thinking, so how can we create dynamics where we can live and work in systems that are actually lead us to life? And you can see this in different scales, right? Like the, the family itself or the business community or the city or the nation where the dynamics that we have created actually take out life, they don't give life. So what we are looking for is to create this small business communities or larger business communities that start creating a different dynamic that end up and bringing into existence, what we call the economy for life. And I, I saw that happening to my dad a couple of times with, when he lost everything, right? Doing business and and I said, this, this can't be true, right? We, we have the creativity, we have the talent and we're smart enough as a species to mm-hmm. cooperate or to contribute to better dynamics in the world. And so that's what I have in my heart. And that's how I can dedicate hours and hours to not what is just work, but what is um, a star for me. That's that's what actually gets me up every morning and say, yes, we can do that, even uh, with baby steps that we are uh, having now. but. We, we could end up having this, this economy for life for real, for this country and other countries. Now we're working with other people in Latin America and we believe um, the, America, the Spanish speaker America has a lot to contribute
0: to in this matter. Yeah, I love that. You're such an eternal optimist, but you also are so dedicated to what you just spoke about, that it does keep you and I think your whole family and the communities which you uh, kind of steward uh, their their future. So thank you so much for joining us today. It's been such a pleasure to listen to your story uh, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you very much, Carl. I love
1: uh, sharing with you all and yeah hopefully we can speak more about this entrepreneurial ways and in, in and effects out there in the world